Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain. And that's why everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands, thousands of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and behaviour. Choose from a range including perfect health, wealth and success, beauty and confidence, fertility, weight loss, meet your soulmate, peaceful and present parent, happy kids and so much more. Easily download onto your phone or live stream when exercising, cooking dinner, in the bath or my personal favourite as you go to sleep as part of your daily mindset practice. Go to francescaamber.com to get yours. Hello and welcome back to Law of Attraction Change My Life. I am Francesca Amber, your host who is enjoying the summer holidays, which is very surprising because do you know what? I'll be real with you. Last week, I legit had, I'm going to say a little mini freak out, a little mini nervous breakdown. I messaged my sister crying being like, I'm just having a panic because normally we book things up for the summer holidays. We at least have a couple of things planned. We had one trip to Wales planned that got cancelled. So we had nothing. All we've got booked in was a goddamn funeral. And you know what? Particularly if you are a single parent, having all of your routine taken from you, like no school, no baby groups, all the usual stuff, to suddenly be faced with six weeks of just nothingness. 
I know for a lot of people that's very exciting, but I was genuinely getting very, very anxious about it. I would take it that far. I would say I had genuine anxiety about it. And so do you know what? We dedicated a couple of nights to booking things up, being organized. That in itself is like a full-time job. And now we've got more things planned than ever. I think this is going to be the busiest summer holiday I've ever had in my life. And I'm now really looking forward to it. So if you are a parent listening to this thinking, oh my God, like I just feel so overwhelmed by the holidays. A great book that we read in the book club was Working Hard, Hardly Working by Grace Beverly. And I always remember she said, a great life and a varied life doesn't just happen. Like it actually takes quite a lot of planning, um, preparing. You know, she said when she plans really amazing holidays, like she does quite often sit and spend hours planning out different places to go, things to see. And that never really fully occurred to me before. I don't know why. Um, and so now not only do I every Sunday night plan out my week ahead to make the most of the week, make the most of the weather, make the most of the time of the children, whatever it might be, or make the most of my child free time, whatever it might be. I now have done that for the six weeks as well. And let me tell you, it has honestly taken me from dreading it and feeling guilty because of all the people that are like you only get 16 summers with your children I'm like oh fucking hell to now actually being so excited about it and I can't wait for it so yeah so I just wanted to just say that up top because I feel like there's a lot of parents that listen to this and particularly mums um, that might be dreading the summer holidays for whatever reason so if you are a mum listening that is low-key dreading <laughs> the school holidays And it might not because you, you know, obviously it's not because you don't want to spend time with your children. It's just, it is quite a pressure. It is quite overwhelming. I completely understand that. And so do you know what? I really prioritized at the beginning of this week, bringing out a brand new subliminal and affirmations audio. And the reason I did these at the beginning of the summer holidays is because I felt like that was the time that it was needed more than ever. So I play subliminals to my daughter or affirmations. Um, We kind of it up every single night but they are really targeted to adults and sometimes she picks like wealth or success and I think cool but I mean how wealthy is she really going to get do you know what I mean at age five years old and so I realized I was really missing a trick by not tailoring them to her needs you know things like I enjoy eating a varied diet I enjoy going to bed at night and getting a good night's sleep I love going to school and learning I enjoy making friends I'm confident I'm worthy all of these things that could so benefit our children from hearing every single day And I've created two audios that are actually bundled together for a lesser price because I think it's really important when playing subliminals to children that you as a parent can fully hear what those affirmations are and that you're comfortable with them. So I've created two audios and also they do kind of play different roles, right? So there's two kinds of um, audios that you can listen to to help bring your goals to life. And this isn't just for kids, this is for everything. So the first is a subliminal. Now, this is just going to sound like you're listening to plinky plonky music, like meditation music, or it could be waves or whatever it is as the background. Mine is like a very relaxing meditation music. But underneath that, barely, barely, barely audible. Like you might hear the odd word, but you shouldn't really hear the whole sentence. You won't like to the passing person, they won't hear anything. 
you will be having hundreds, if not thousands of affirmations being said underneath that will be repeated, repeated, repeated for over an hour. Now, this is great for children that don't want to listen to affirmations that are like, I don't need that shit. You could just be like, do you know what? This is nice, relaxing music to go to bed to. You can either lay in silence or you can listen to this. And as a kid, I think I'd want to listen to that. I mean, Bo, it's her proper like bedtime routine now to, you know, we lay and talk and then I'm like, right, putting the affirmations on now or as she calls them dalmatians and then that's it that kind of signifies talking stops and we both fall asleep so if you have a child that either doesn't want to do this you can just pretend you're playing music to them or if you're in an environment say that you work in a spa right say you're sat doing lashes all day or you're doing some sort of treatment your clients don't have to know that you're listening to subliminals and you are basically bettering yourself as you're sitting there working. To them, it just sounds like music. Or if you wanted it, you know, just as background music in your home that's sort of unobtrusive, then this subliminal is really great for that. However, there is a place for an audio of affirmations. So it's exactly the same audio, but the levels are different. So the music is turned down, the the vocals are turned up. So this way you can actually hear what the affirmations are. And I have to admit, I use both and I really enjoy both. I like to listen to affirmations in the day if I've actually got time to physically listen to them. So I like to listen to affirmations at night when I'm actually laying in bed and I can really take in the words and I can I can hear it. However, if it's during the day where maybe the other ch- like children are talking, maybe the TV's on in the background, something's going on, like there's different noises. If I'm cooking, there's cooking noises then I find that too much of a sensory overload to have someone talking at me. And that's where the subliminals come in because that is just a really relaxing background music. So it really is for different, I guess it's just different tastes as well. You might listen to one and be like, oh, I much prefer like to actually hear the affirmations, whereas other people will prefer the uh, the subliminals. So it's totally up to you. Anyway, sorry, I feel like I've gone on about this now. Um, but I have just brought out a new kids subliminal and affirmations and it has all of those affirmations I mentioned before. You can hear everything that's being said and both audios will be sent to you because like I said, I really want parents to feel comfortable with that. And I genuinely think that will really help kids and maybe suffer with a little bit of lack of routine over the summer holidays, the loss of all of their normal routine and everything that they normally do. And I've also brought out to go alongside this, a kind of mindful mothering, peaceful parenting one. So this is really for those parents that do get anxiety when they think, oh my God, it's another day stretching before us. Like we've made no plans. We haven't got anything to do. Are my children going to get bored? Are they going to wreck the house? Am I going to get angry with them? This is really to be a peaceful, present parent and to enjoy that parenting journey because we all have those days when it's goddamn hard, okay? We all have those days. But what I have found is it's about getting into that mindset of, I need to enjoy this. I need to make the most of this and I need to be calm and present and fun and all of that kind of stuff. So I'm really excited to have both of those available to whoever needs them. So you can find them on my website at francescaamber.com. Now, today I am doing the second monthly roundup. Now, this is the second time I've done this um, and it's kind of a new idea. You tell me if you like it or not, but I think it's really interesting 
And it's a podcast episode here on my main pod to go over the previous month that we've just had in the book club and to kind of recap over what we've done, what we've learned, what you can gain from this, how you can use this to bring more law of attraction and more abundance into your life. So in July, we did the book, The Happy Home by Patricia Lohan, which is all about using your home, not only as somewhere that you live, but actually using it as the foundation for your happiness, health and wealth. So to have a happy life, you really do need to start with a happy home. And what we didn't realize until we did this book is that so many of us have homes that are draining the energy from us, or maybe they are actually hindering us from living our best lives. We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week we talk about the curious things that people do. Fans say it's like hanging out with your funny friends. If you like lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and a hint of psychology, chances are we are discussing something relevant to you. Like relationships, dreams, phobias, weddings, work, cults, a hundred topics and counting. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes. Now, other authors and law of attraction people have spoken about this in the past. I remember Denise Stuffield-Thomas talking in her book, Get Rich Lucky Bitch, all about how you need to reduce friction and let more flow go into your life every day. So she talks about how, for example, if you had like a broken shower uh, where you had to like hold the shower up. So first thing in the morning, before you've even really started your day, you're already inconvenienced. It's already depleting your energy and your bandwidth just by having to deal with this broken shower. Does that make sense? So if you have these little snags around your home or little things that make you upset or annoy you or you hate looking at, it kind of depletes your energy and your bandwidth and you are less able to focus your time, energy and everything else on achieving the life of your dreams. And it does totally make sense. You know, Marie Kondo talked in her book, The Magical, what is it called? the life-changing magic of tidying up about how your home should be a reflection of the life that you want to live and that it should support your dreams. So this is nothing new, but it was really exciting to tackle this from a real traditional feng shui perspective. So in this month, we've discovered how to map the bagua of our house using traditional old school flying stars feng shui technique. And this has been absolutely game changing for me. I'm going to tell you more about that. We've learned how to discover missing or messy corners in our house because you have nine um, you have nine areas of your life that are mapped out in your home. Um, we have learned how to release old energy from our homes, how to energetically cleanse, how to find more flow and to design a living space that supports the dreams. So one of the first things that we did with the book was to cleanse our home of old memories. So houses are dense physical manifestations. Energy can get stuck in them. So whereas, you know, things happen to us, we're people, we can move, we can vibrate, we can move to a different location. And so that energy doesn't get as stuck as stagnant. 
But a house is bricks and mortar. And what happens within that home, unless it's released, it will continue to stay there. So basically what I'm trying to say is all those fucking horror films you've seen, they are true. If something bad has happened, if your house is built on a fucking burial site, yes, all of those energies are there. There's a reason that so many horror films are made about this shit because it is essentially true. And I think, I don't know about you, but whenever I go to view a house or anything, I'm always like, has somebody died here? Has a murder happened here? And of course, people are usually like, no. But that home may have been witness to perhaps unhappy relationships, divorce, really ill health, maybe abuse, really unhappy childhoods, anything like that. Maybe depression, things like that, mental health. And these old memories must be cleared for them to not affect the new person moving in. And all around the world, I'm very obsessed with this, but all around the world, there are so many different uh, ceremonies and traditions for when somebody moves into a home to bring abundance and wealth and all these things with them. But I think it's insane that we do tend to move. Well, now I've done this book, I think it's insane. that we tend to move into a new home, whether it's rented or bought or whatever, we make this huge life decision without really knowing what went on before there. And we're happy to be in that energy for the majority of our time. And it's just wild to me now, now that I know about all this is wild to me. So one of the first things we did was we wrote out all of the negative memories of the house. So This could be things that happened before you lived there. So I know that a single lady from London, a sounds familiar, right? Moved to this village and lived here until she went crazy. She, I don't want to say crazy, actually, that's not fair. That's not the correct term, is it? But she got, I don't know. My neighbours said the the police kept getting called out. She would like throw things at people's windows. I don't know what was going on, but she ended up going into a home. So that in itself is like quite a sad end to somebody's life, right? That was within these walls of this house. Then I move in and I'm like, I hate this house. (laughs) I used to tell everyone, I used to be like, this is the cheapest house I could ever buy. This is my stepping stone house. I'm only keeping this house till I get something nicer. And I actually, I'm sitting here in my kitchen now and I actually feel bad saying those words out loud inside this house because a big part of this as well is kind of Shinto beliefs, but also Feng Shui where you believe that your house has a soul and your house can hear you and, you know, it has feelings. And so I do feel bad that I said that repeatedly. But also in my defense, I didn't hate the house. I just hated like the Artex ceilings and the brown carpets, okay? So also I went through quite a horrible, stressful breakup in this house. I went through the Panny D where I was probably the most scared, the most pregnant and the most depressed in my whole goddamn life. And I also went through a very difficult postpartum period in this house where I was really struggling in a lockdown with three young children. No money. You've heard me say it 500 times. I'm going to be one of those old ladies that just will keep repeating. I was in a pandemic, you know, I had no money. I had three children. I was pregnant with twins. My grandchildren are just going to be like, we've heard this 500 times. But honestly, like I would say I have probably had some of the hardest times. Sorry, not probably. I have had the hardest times of my life in this house but I've also had my greatest glow up in this house and for that I'm thankful so we write down all of those things that have happened then we take that shit out into the garden and we ceremonially burn it then you can either pour the ashes down the drain and flow it away with water or I like to return my ashes to the earth so I put them under my Mahonia plant outside 
And then we connected with our homes like it was a person. And like I say, this really taps into sort of Shinto beliefs, which is what Marie Kondo believes in, that everything has an energy, everything has a soul. And I do believe that my home has feelings. And I do believe that my home looks after me. So I know that you, some of you will be like, come on, friend, you're taking this too far. But I honestly do feel like this. And I do feel that, like this about my car as well. My car has a name. I thank my car for keeping me and my children safe and enabling us to get everywhere and I now also thank my home because my home may not be don't listen house but it may not be fucking Instagram worthy and it may not be huge and it may not have massive grounds or whatever but I tell you what this house has kept me and my children safe during one of the hardest times not just in my life but I'm gonna say in humanity no not humanity there's worse things that have happened but I would say in the last hundred years oh no we have world war ii okay look in the last 50 years the pandemic was probably the worst thing that happened so in my lifetime (laughs) It's the worst thing that's happened, okay? And it kept me safe during that time. And something I am thankful for is because my house is only like, I'm going to say probably 20 years old. It's a pretty little basic bitch estate house where, you know, they're all pretty new. They're pretty solidly built. Like, I never have to worry about looking after my house. Do you know what I mean? I'm not always like, oh, there's a hole in the roof or, oh, something's leaking or, oh shit, it's falling down. Like it really looks after me. And without this house, I would not have been able to be a good mother to my children. I would not have been able to build my business and build my brand. I would not have been able to do any of that stuff without the support of this house. So connecting with the heart of your home and writing a letter to your house, showing it why you're thankful for it and apologizing for maybe calling it a stepping stone house or, you know, whatever you've said about it in the past. Um, it was a really emotional thing to do. And I will admit, I did cry in the book club. Like I did cry on that day reading that letter because I did feel like true gratitude. And don't we know that that is when magical shifts happen is when you feel true gratitude for the things around you. That's when good shit happens. So after that, we made space. So we decluttered with intention, which if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you will know that that is such a powerful thing to do. Whether you are making space for a partner, if you are making space for a child, if you're maybe making space for your dream career, your own business, whatever it is, to declutter with intention. Not only do you create a vacuum, which the universe will always fill um, for something new, but also if you are just clearer and more organized, your bandwidth is instantly increased. You have more time, space and energy to dedicate to things that matter to you and that are going to propel you towards your goals. So after that, we assessed our belongings where I discovered that I have not one, but two items from my ex in my bedroom. What the fuck is going on? A shelving unit and a Himalayan salt lamp. So as much as I love them, that shit's got to go. And after we physically cleared, we did a sacred space clearing ceremony. So if you're interested in this, I have a highlight on my Instagram. I'm at Francesca Amber called Feng Shui. And it is my entire Feng Shui journey doing this sacred space clearing ceremony and all this kind of stuff. So I used sage and like white sage and a Tibetan singing bowl. And that was a really lovely thing to do for the house just to feel like you're giving it like this refresh. And I just love witchy shit. 
So after all that, we got into the real technicalities of traditional, not Western basic bitch feng shui, but traditional feng shui. And one of the first things we did was map out our home using a compass and an accurate floor plan to mark out basically a bagua, so the nine guas of your home, but also your life. And those areas are health and well-being, career and life journey, wisdom and knowledge, family and community, prosperity and wealth, fame and reputation, love and relationships, creativity and fertility, and helpful people and travel. And we basically just became aware of where all of these areas in our homes were. And this is where shit got real, right? So like I say, there's a big difference between basic bitch Western Feng Shui, which is like, find your front door and then everything will be mapped out beyond that. And actually doing traditional flying stars, Chinese feng shui, where you take a compass and you actually map out your home according to the directions. So I had this shitty corner in the corner of my living room that I would say is probably the shittiest corner in my house, right? If I had to pick a corner that's shitty, it is this. It's where my Wi-Fi router is. It's where the cables for my TV come into the house. It's like the satellite, like all that shit. You know, you have that corner that's just got fucking wires. Like it's just not a great vibe corner. In addition to that, it's down the side of my sofa. So I ended up just like, it would just attract rubbish and clutter. So if anything, we didn't know really where to put it, it would end up down the side there. And it wasn't like it was like, oh, okay, this is where we keep toys. It wasn't like an organized, dedicated space. It was just random stuff. Like my laptop would always end up there. Loads of excess wires that I didn't need. We ended up putting the kids TP there. Like it was just a shitty corner. Now, I always thought that that was my travel and helpful people area. And it turns out when we did the Bagua, that was my love and relationships corner. And I tell you what, I was shaken to my goddamn core because if I could have picked a corner that was really shitty and just attracted clutter and you could tell it was a mess, you could tell it was a mess. I was really hoping that that would correspond to a shitty area of my life. But to be honest, if it had come back with wisdom and knowledge, career and life journey, um, wealth, um, creativity and fertility, help for people in trouble, if it come back with any of those, I'd have been like, mm, it doesn't really add up because all those area, areas of my life are pretty good. And so when it came back, love and relationships, the only God damn area in my life where I am famished, impoverished. <laughs> then I was just like, get out of town, get out of town. But then the discoveries continue. We do a floor plan of our house. And I've never, I guess I've never noticed or never needed to notice that the front of my house is completely irregular. So basically in Feng Shui, you need to have a house that is a perfect rectangle. And if it's not a perfect sort of square or rectangle, you fill in missing parts to create that space, right? So the front of my house, I have like a little porchy bit, like the hallway that that protrudes out and I have like a sideways front door then the house goes in then it comes out again like a bay window then it goes in again so at the front I've got all these little jigsaw pieces missing well guess what literal corner is literally missing from my house like they literally have not fucking built it my love and relationships corner you guessed you guessed it so I was like bugger me I can't believe this like 
it's literally bang on what is being reflected into my life. So do you know what? I was sold at that point. I was sold into the feng shui lifestyle. So we luckily learned how to make enhancements in each area. And let me just give you an example, right? So for my love and relationships corner, the first thing I had to do was have the awareness. I now knew that according to the compass and according to the bagua, that is my love and relationships corner. And not just downstairs, but replicating it upstairs as well. So just that awareness to begin with, that I don't want to store clutter here. I don't want it to get dirty or messy. I don't want it to be unorganized and be somewhere that I don't like looking at. So first of all was the awareness. Next was the cleaning and clearing. So I physically cleaned. I got every single thing out of that corner. I got rid of everything except for the absolutely necessary wires and I bundled them up, tied them up and put them really neatly into a little like wicker box type thing. I cleaned the floor. I cleaned the skirting boards. I cleaned everything to within an inch of its life. Next, I energetically cleared it. So whilst keeping all of that clutter out and only putting back exactly what was needed there, I then got out my white sage and my Tibetan singing bowl and I energetically, sacredly cleared that space, which was really fun. Next was time to actually add in things that were going to help me like enhance that area. So you really would have to read the book to kind of get on all this, but you create these energetic lines, right? So if you've got a bit of your house missing, you can create an energetic line, like a fake wall, basically, by putting mirrors facing the wall, facing outwards where you want that new wall to be. I know this sounds wild, but honestly, bear with, bear with. So I got some mirrored tiles, I faced them outwards. I also put two rose quartz hearts in that corner, which is really powerful for attracting love and relationships. And I actually had to bury some clear quartz outside where that actual corner should be. Then I went one step further and I was like, do you know what? I want to get something visual for me to really be able to draw out that invisible line, like that corner. And I was like, do you know what would be nice? A nice plant pot with a plant in it. So I went to Sainsbury's and I found the perfect plant pot. It was like a bright yellow one and it said, <laughs> it said getting some vitamin D. Do you, do you get it? Getting some D? I was getting some vitamin D. So anyway, I put that plant there and that is it completed. That's all of my enhancements for that area. If I want to add some more pairs of items or some artwork in that area that I find really um, inspirational for love, then I can. And this is a process, you know, you're not always going to get it all done on day one. You can always add to things. You can always amend them. You can always change things. But that is how I remedied my love and relationships corner. But more on that later, because there's always more layers. So, There were other enhancements that we could make in other areas. So, for example, the family and community area is just basically a little shelving unit in the girls' bedroom where I store their toys. A really easy way to enhance that is just to put a picture of my family on a really happy day in that area. So I simply just put a picture up high where the girls couldn't reach it um, in that area. In my wealth and prosperity corner, I wrote a goal list of all of my financial goals. I then made my wealth bowl overflowing with coins and I put that on a mirror in that corner. Um, In my love and relationships corner, I've already told you that, haven't I? So it's just about making these little tweaks and enhancements in all of these different areas where you feel you need them. Now that's all well and good. But then I spoke to Patricia Lohan, the author of this book, in a podcast that you will never hear because 
her microphone wasn't turned on or for some reason her audio did not record so it's basically just a one-way conversation with myself so I'm really upset about that because it really was a great interview but hey we talked about kind of like a second layer of feng shui so once you recognize your corners and you do all this shit I then discovered that despite sorting out that love corner I'm still very unlikely to attract love into my life at this stage of my life because we then move on to feng shui by areas and it's really important like how your bedroom is laid out what you have in your bedroom how you're sleeping and guess what I'm sharing a bedroom with my five-year-old like we are having a sleepover in two single beds or we're at boarding school like it's wild so I was explaining to her how (laughs) um I am sleeping in a single bed in a child's room with my daughter and how my twins have my bedroom and she was like you need to move all three children into the same room and I was like I would sooner kill myself than do that number one because my twins sleep through the night number two Bohemia brought some work home from school the other day and it was where is your most special place and her most special place was her bedroom and I can't like she won't even let the girls in her bedroom so I can't take that away from her and that's where I think sometimes with the law of attraction or like spirituality, people are like, oh, the moon made me do it or Mercury retrograde made me do it or the universe made me do it. This is where you can take some personal responsibility for yourself and make your own decisions. I'm now fully aware of why I do not have a relationship in my life. I bought this house because it was all I could afford at the time. And I was desperate to move out of London. I had to do it by a certain time because it's a long story. It's a long story. You've all heard me talk about it before. I was very much pressured into buying a house by a certain time. And this was all I could afford. And when I found out I was pregnant with twins, I felt this overwhelming, again, sorry if you're in the book club, I feel like I've already cried about this this week, but I felt this overwhelming pressure on me to provide housing and adequate housing, like nice housing for not only my existing daughter, but now these two new children and my partner at the time. And I nearly fucking combusted from the pressure of that. And I truly believe that is one of the reasons why that relationship broke down. And I'm very aware that since then, I've become very, very focused on creating a beautiful life for my daughter's. And that is my number one priority. And if you look at my home, that is reflected. You know, there are lots of toys. Everything is set out for them to have a nice life. You know, they have their own bedrooms and then I'm just sleeping on a fucking like single trundle bed. Like that's just the way it is. But this is where the consciousness part comes in. And it's like, I'm aware that sleeping in a single bed with Bo and letting my children, like letting my twins have my bedroom is not going to attract love into my life. In fact, it's probably stopping me. I know that having a pink front door with a pink floral wreath on it screams, this house is full of women. I know that having artwork around my house that all of my lovely listeners have sent me, of me and my girls, it is very much girl gang, girl gang, girl gang. I know that all of that imagery and everything about this house is giving off, I am a happy single woman we are a girl gang, we are a unit, we don't need no man, we listen to Lizzo, that is the vibe it's giving off. And in a way, that's kind of what I've created. But I'm aware of it now. I'm aware of it. 
And the thing is, I'm not willing to really change any of that at the moment because, you know, I'm not going to make the twins go into Bo's bedroom and disrupt all of their sleep. I don't need love in my life that much. But what it does mean is that I'm now just aware of this stuff. And it's like, do you know what? When I do move, my house is on the market. When I do move, this is something to take into consideration that I need to make space for that relationship in my life. I need to make space for someone to be able to come in and me not feel overwhelmed because there's no physical space for them. But also not only no physical space, I don't really have any mental space either. Like I don't have any time for somebody. So the gift that this book has given me is just a real awareness of rather than thinking, oh, why am I so single? That actually now just being like, this is the way my life has been set up, partly deliberately, partly making the best of things, partly because it was all I could afford at the time. So it's been really eye-opening to have that awareness. And like I say, I'm not going to do anything to change it right now. I actually low-key really enjoy sleeping in Bo's room like I feel so safe I feel so snuggly with her she's very tidy as well so everything is like so tidy there's no toys out it's actually it's really quite lovely I really enjoy it so I'm gonna make the most of this season of my life and living in this home and being our girl gang I'm gonna make the most of this whilst being aware that I can change it at any time and as I move into my new home you know that that is something that I need to really be aware of so That is, I guess, my biggest takeaway from this is I would really urge you to find out how to map your home using the Bagua, using the compass. Again, look at my highlight, read the book. It is so interesting because this has reflected, my home has mirrored my life 100%. It is so accurate. It's so accurate. It's scary. Um, And I would love you guys to do this and have the same kind of aha moment as me and be like, oh, fuck, that's why this thing is not manifesting into my life, right? So it's been really eye-opening in that way. And it can really help you if you're in a position where you can change these things, then fucking good on you. Like, go and do it. Um, You know, I could, if I really wanted to, I could dismantle my dressing room. I could put the twins in there. I could put wardrobes in everyone's bedrooms and have my own bedroom back. But you know what? I don't fucking want to. (laughs) So there we go. But it's interesting how your house is mirroring your life or is it vice versa your life is mirroring your house? Who knows? Ooh. Um, And one of the final things I did with this was I sorted out my hallway. So Patricia says at the end of the book, you know, if things aren't still really shifting, always go back to the entrance of your home and clear, clean, clear, clean, reorganize, move things around, do it, make it as welcoming as you can, because that really is the place where all of the energy, all of the abundance is coming into your home. And so I went back and completely did my hallway. I brushed out my steps outside. I cleaned my front door. Like that is such a nice thing to do. And that's the thing about this, um, these rituals is it's not about just doing it once. It's about regularly assessing what's in your home, decluttering things, getting rid of things that are broken, getting rid of things that no longer bring you joy, getting rid of things that you've outgrown, looking at your home and thinking, does this reflect the life that I want to have? Does this reflect my future self? All of this kind of stuff. It is a process. It's a journey. It's a ritual that you're going to do time and time again. And I have scheduled in once a month to clean my 
entrance to my home and it comes up as a reminder on my phone and it's about spending real intentional time just 15 minutes just real intentional time cleaning and clearing and making sure that it is as welcoming as possible and I really I love that but anyway that area my hallway my entrance is my helpful people and travel area and you would not believe you know how I was just saying at the beginning like I had no plans for the summer holidays and now we've got more plans than I've ever had in my life. We're going on five different trips this holidays, five. So it is no coincidence that after clearing out my travel and helpful people area, that happens. But not only that, literally as I'm midway through doing it, I get a phone call from this girl called Jenny, who is a book club bitch. And she's been in touch before, but I've just, I, I'm honestly so overwhelmed by the amount of messages that I get from all different platforms. It's honestly like, I've, so many of you have said I've got ADHD and I truly believe I do because I find the messages so overwhelming. She'd messaged me, I'd ignored it. I'd forgotten about it, whatever it is. She called me and was like, I've got this great idea. I can promote your podcast. We're going to do these um, these celebrity guests. We're going to do this, we're going to do that. And it was honestly mind-blowing. Like the the presentation she put together was so much better than anything I've ever seen. Like it literally captured the essence of this podcast 100%. Helpful people. Helpful people. I was doing my helpful people area and I was like, wow, this is exactly what I needed. This was the kind of person I needed to help me move forward. So don't underestimate feng shui and don't underestimate the power of your home either being your greatest ally or potentially your enemy in creating your dream life so after this yeah after this month I feel cleaner clearer more organized calmer in control a little bit more I just feel like I'm spending less time on fighting my house (laughs) because honestly having three children they just they tear shit up and I do feel like it's just a lot more organized and clearer and so so it has been really nice to experience that um also I 100% now I'm going to get my compass out to every house viewing I go to and a pen and I'm going to mark out that bagua on those fucking floor plans because if you think I'm buying a house that might have a missing corner you've got another thing coming interesting fact I did actually put an offer in on a house and it it all fell through. Somebody fucking gazumped me um, where it had a missing wealth corner. Like it literally was a perfect rectangle and the one corner that was missing was wealth. And I'm so glad that that fell through because can you imagine if I'd bought that house and then just all my money had disappeared and I was just a really poor single mum and I just couldn't, oh God. So, um, I mean, there's no good corners to have missing, are there really? But I was just like, no, sorry, that ain't for me. So yep, yeah, all future house viewings, as if they don't think I'm weird enough already, I am going to be getting my compass out and marking out my bagua. <laughs> So you are not too late. You can completely do this book in the book club. There's, I think, 10 episodes on this book. I can't really remember. But you can listen to them over the period of a month or you can condense it down and do it quicker if you want. You can read the book alongside. You can just listen to the pod. You can do whatever you like. It honestly is so eye-opening and I really enjoyed it. You can actually do 
any of the books at any time. So if you want to go back and do any of the books I've ever talked about, they are all available on the app. The link is down below. You can go to francescaramba.com and sign up or you can go to the links down below where it says join the book club. It'll change your life. That's a warning. It will change your life. Um, And next month, we start on the 1st of August, The Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins. And I have already sneakily been using this. And it is a game changer. If you are finally wanting to beat procrastination, maybe you want to beat unhealthy habits like sitting and watching TV and getting into a Netflix binge or not working out or eating unhealthily or not getting on with work, whatever it might be, this could change your life. I'm very excited about it. Like I say, I've been sneakily using it without actually reading the book just very, very briefly. And I think it might be a goddamn game changer. I think it might be. I'm just saying. Um, Anyway, that's it. That's all I've got to say about Feng Shui. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope that it has intrigued you a little bit. There's so much information out there on Feng Shui, but make sure you are doing the old traditional flying stars. If you just Google where should I put my wealth bowl? It will do it on basic bitch Western Feng Shui and it ain't going to work the same, okay? In my experience, it's not going to work the same. So, buyer beware. Anyway, thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please do rate, review and subscribe and I will see you bitches next week. The law of attraction has changed my life. It's going to change yours too. Bye. What up, bitches? It's no secret that reading has changed my goddamn life. I think it's incredible that people put their entire life's work, their teachings into a book that often costs less than £10. It's incredible to me. And I am so thankful to all of the authors that have helped me on my self-development journey. And, you know, I have the UK's biggest self-development book club. There's over 3,000 of us reading along each month. But maybe you're thinking, Fran, I ain't got time to read. Who do you think I am? Barbara Cartland? No, you are busy. You are girl bossing it. You are living your goddamn life. And I get that. I see that. I hear it and I value it. And that's where Audible can come in. If you find yourself only with the time to be able to listen to something, but to not sit and physically hold a book, maybe you have a physical job like um, cleaning or whatever, where you are using your hands, or maybe you're a crafter. And you want to be able to just listen to something and to learn on the go. Or maybe you're driving a lot and you're able to listen to a book, but you know, it's illegal to read a book and drive, bitches. Don't try it. Then Audible may be for you. I have a 30 day free trial that you can have a little go at and see if it's for you. You can download millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, So check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello 
Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com